Welcome to Our Baseball Life, where we get real about what it's like to live life in professional baseball. I'm Lori Ankiel. And I'm Alyssa Baginero. Together, we have over 30 years of experience in the game. And on this show, we bring you interviews from the entire spectrum of the pro baseball experience. From the major leagues to the minor leagues to international ball, we cover it all. This is episode 37. Hey guys, today we've got the awesome Maddie Hyatt. And uh, Maddie's going to take us on her baseball journey in her magic school bus. (laughs) (laughs) Hi Maddie, thanks for being on. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, we are so excited to have you. And we were supposed to talk to you last week, but you, did you have your tonsils taken out? Yes, I had both my tonsils out. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Did you eat lots of ice cream? No, you're not even supposed to have dairy. So, what? Oh, oh. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, so I had, like, <laughs> dairy-free ice cream. Um, I don't recommend it, but it... <laughs> popsicles, maybe? Yeah, you can have popsicles, a lot of smoothies. So I've been on a liquid diet, but it's not too bad. Oh, man. Yeah, that stinks. I always feel like that after I, we podcast too long. I feel like I'm like, oh, my throat. Yeah. <laughs> But I've never had my tonsils out. I think Rick had his out, though. Have you had your tonsils out, Liz? No. Just my appendix. Oh. Oh, my I goodness. do not recommend <laughs> if you don't have to do it. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Appendix. Yeah. yeah. How old were you? When oh, was this? It was like five years ago. It was, it was not. It was a lot harder than people uh, say it is. And, you know, I, we were just talking about this before we started recording, how everyone's like, oh, whatever surgery you're having, it's not that big a deal. It's no big deal. Like you're, you're going to be fine a couple days, you know? Um, and mine was actually just an endoscopic kind of look around surgery and they ended up taking out my appendix and everyone's like, yeah, I just went back to work the next day. And I was like, I couldn't walk for a month. I was just like in the worst pain. It's always worse than people tell you it is. I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. They just tell you that to make you feel better. I think. Yes. Yes. Lessen your anxiety. <laughs> Well, we're glad that you're okay now and you got to come on and talk to us yeah. about your school bus. What For everybody that's listening, I know you're probably like, what are you talking about, magic school bus? <laughs> but so um, give us a little backstory on uh, what you guys did with the school bus. Yeah. Um, so it started actually the first time Jack got drafted, um, which was in May of 2018. He went to New York and we were separated. Um, I was back in California and he was in New York and he came across these ideas of schoolies, which is actually what they're called. Um, And he wanted to do one. And I said, no, you're crazy. I'm not living in a school bus. That's literally (laughs) the craziest thing I've ever heard. Um, And then he was like, well, we could live in a trailer. And I was like, that's still kind of crazy. You know, I would picture myself if I thought about it, living in an apartment because that's what I saw all the girlfriends doing or the wives doing. So I was like, that's not normal. You don't live in a trailer. You don't do that. (laughs) And then I started researching about it. And I mean, you go on Pinterest and these people who have built them are just, they're incredible. I mean, I can't even describe how awesome some of these school buses were. So it took a long time, but he finally convinced me to go look at school buses after season was over, um, our first season of baseball. And we've had a miss when we went to Virginia we went to this I wouldn't call it a junkyard per se it was um (laughs) it was a lot full of old school buses and and there was a lot of junky cars and stuff um but we looked around and I was like I don't even know what I'm looking for I'm looking at school buses I used to ride in a school bus to like track meets or to you know whatever event we were going to 
what I what am I supposed to be looking at? I'm looking at a yellow big bus. Like, is this supposed to be my home? <laughs> so we were getting kind of in those like frustrated, like we don't know what we're supposed to, you know, be looking at. Cause you know, you know, you go to a RV park or you go look at, you know, real trailers and they're gorgeous. And you're like, oh, I, you know, it has every A through Z of what I want. And then we're just looking at these school buses. And I was like, I don't know what I want. I, do I want a short bus? Do I want a long bus? Like, you know, so we ended up, starting driving home and Jack was pretty upset because he was like when he has an idea he wants to go for it and so um I was driving home and he found another place on Craigslist to find a bus and we went there and it was this private school very kind man um that met with us and it was probably seven o'clock at night and he met with us and we looked at these school bus and Jack got to drive one and I've never seen a man light up in my life as much as Jack did um (laughs) He was so excited, and I was like, "You're like sitting in a bus. Like I don't. I just couldn't. I wasn't on the same page with Jack when it came to like figuring out that we wanted to live in this bus. Um, because I couldn't see the bigger picture than just it's a bus. So we told the guy we'd put an offer on the bus because there was a lot of people that actually were trying to buy these school buses, and it, I don't really know why. Um, <laughs> wow. So they're in high demand, huh? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Well, the ones that we were looking at, they were selling them because they got brand new ones and you can only insure so many on a school property, I guess. Um, so there was nothing wrong with them or anything, but they were just kind of getting rid of them. And so people were bidding on them. I don't know if they were trying to flip them into school buses either, but we decided not to buy it yet. So we just put in a number we wanted to buy it for and we went home and like two days later, we got the call like, hey, um, they said yes to your offer. Do you want the bus? And so it was one of those, like, do we jump and spend this money on this bus or do we just like wait, wait and kind of see? And we kind of just like looked at each other and said, let's just do it. And if we fail, we fail, but why not try? So we went up there and bought the bus and drove the bus home. It was the craziest day of my life. (laughs) Now tell us a little bit about Jack. So Jack's your boyfriend, right? Yes. So um, tell us a little bit um, about your relationship. Because I need to know more about the guy that <laughs> dreams of driving and living in a school bus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, well, we started dating in high school, um, our senior year. So we've been together for a really long time. But Jack's just one of those guys where he's just, he's just, I'm not, he, it's a good different. Um, he's not one of those guys where he needs to go, you know, spend a hundred whatever dollars on a brand new car he wants to buy an old car and fix it up like he wants all hands on um he's super down to earth and just he's just an amazing guy I don't know, <laughs> bragging about my boyfriend right now but um for him it, it was the idea of you know his dad has built homes before and like they've redone homes so he's had firsthand like seen what it is and what it takes to like flip you know something that is in bad shape so and he's done that with a trailer too so I think Jack's seen that and he was like I really want to do that you know make it a home and he wanted to make it so we could be together um we didn't like the idea that we were so much apart like when the first season of baseball he was in New York and I was in California and I was spending so much money you know flying across the country to go see him so it just wasn't working out. And then in college, we were still apart too. We were in the same state, but we were still two and a half hours from each other. 
So he wanted to make it where we could actually be together because I support this baseball journey 100% and he supports whatever I want to do. So we wanted to make it so we could live together in the most cost efficient way possible. But yeah, he's just this great guy that has a million and 10 ideas and sometimes we go through with them and sometimes they work out and sometimes we go through with them and, you know, they don't work out. But yeah, Jack's just this guy that just go with the flow. He's very mellow. You know, you think of a California guy and you think like, oh, he's a surfer kid and he's, you know, blonde hair and Jack's not that way. He's this guy that wants to go hunting or get dirty. I mean, he's he's like a little kid in a big <laughs> kid's body. <laughs> and he, is he he's a pitcher yeah he's a right-handed pitcher um for the Rays. well the Rays organization well gotcha and i love looking yeah. at your uh the great bus adventure on instagram and if you go all the way back to the beginning you can see this yellow school bus with you know the regular <laughs> seats in there and everything and then you guys tear out the seats and all of the work that you put into it how long did that take to convert a regular school bus into a home so it took us 90 days, and that was counting. We went home for two weeks in December. We took a few breaks in between, but we only had 90 days to get the bus done between before spring training hit. So we, he worked on it um, day in and day out from the day we bought it to the day he drove down to spring training. Wow, and it looks beautiful. I mean, it has these beautiful floors and modern you know cabinets and everything it's really cool thank you what um what was what was probably the or what was the most difficult thing to create inside um you know I actually was the designer of it really so I got to pick the colors and stuff so I didn't really you know I did help him a lot but we made the decision that I was going to go work while he worked on the bus because if it was the opposite way the bus would be a bed inside if I had to build it because I was <laughs> I was not good at that. But um, I think the most frustrating part was the rivets. Um, so there, there's so many rivets inside of a bus because that's how they put the school bus up. And I mean, Jack, I think one day, there's a picture actually on our Instagram and I'm like hammering some of them out, but there's like 400 rivets or something in this bus. And you just have to like every single one, you have to go and like kind of poke the thing out and it like pops. I don't know. It's really complicated, but the pretty much the wall would come off after the rivets. So there was just like little, it was more frustrating, I think, for Jack when it came to the little things, because you're working in such a awkward shape space. Nothing is right. Nothing square, nothing. The roof is um, curved. So I mean, all the walls are curved. If you look down the bus um, from the driver's seat all the way down, it's not straight. Um, so there's a lot of things that it's just the way they make buses are for, you know, driving kids around. They're not made to live in. So there was a lot of little things where it was like the sink um, in our bathroom was super frustrating for him to put in because he had to figure out how to mount a floating sink, you know, in a just very tiny area that go into that goes into the bedroom. So you have a bathroom and a kitchen. Oh yeah, we have, it's a full size. Um, so like if you walk in, you just got everything. Yeah. We have like a living room <laughs> and a kitchen and a bathroom. Um, and then, you know, a bedroom. I mean, we, the, our bedroom is just a bed, which totally works out. It's not even a big deal. Um, but yeah, we have everything except for a washing machine. Wow. And I guess, a 
dryer and stuff. But um, yeah, we have, it's pretty much like a trailer just inside of a school bus. So is it how you envisioned it? I mean, you, you obviously did this so that you could be together to, you know, chase his dream because obviously baseball is a time sensitive profession you you know he has to do it now and you want to be able to chase your dreams at the same time but be together while you're doing it and so that that was the vision for transforming this best now after living in it for a season do you feel like you guys have kind of met that goal do you feel comfortable in it um is it kind of what you expected yeah you know i i wasn't doubtful per se um it was hard to see the vision of it. It was very difficult for me to like picture what the bus was going to be like. But after living in it, you know, there's a th- so many things that we would change. We'd talk about the design we decided to do or the layout and what we did. But overall, I would say that I'm completely comfortable living in my bus. Um, it feels like home. And we talk about this all the time. Our bus is like, you don't need much more when you're just two people living I mean it does get a little crammed sometimes but at the end of the day like we don't need for the lifestyle we're living um we don't need anything bigger I mean we live in 22 feet I think so it's really tiny but at the end of the day it's really for us to be able to eat at home and to sleep and then you know we normally since we were in Florida we got to like go and go to the beach or go on walks and stuff so you know, living in this small space was perfect for us. I would not, I wouldn't wish for anything different except for our shower maybe, but other than that, you know. <laughs> so where do you keep it parked? Um, so we lived in an RV park um, right next to the baseball field actually. And it worked out perfectly. The people were super kind to us. You know, it's not a normal thing to see a school bus converted <laughs> because obviously, you know, a lot of these people who live or are staying at RV parks. And we were at a pretty nice one. I'm not going to lie. It was really nice. Um, And the office people were super kind to us. But a lot of people, you know, are bringing these $100,000 RVs. And so when they see a school bus, they think, okay, these are probably, you know, kids that aren't really like well behaved or they're not respect, you know, there's a lot of um, thoughts about the bus. And so where we lived, they were super kind to us and we had to show them the inside of the bus and they accepted us right away because we told them the story and we told them, you know, why we were here. And, you know, at the end of the day, it worked out perfectly where we lived because we were only a mile from the baseball field and it worked out for Jack really well too. So he would be able to get to the field whenever he needed. Was that in Durham? No, that was in Florida. We were in Port Charlotte, Florida for the season. Um, until the end of the season when the hurricane didn't hit but was supposed to hit um they canceled playoffs so then Jack got moved up to AAA um but that's when we just kept the bus in Port Charlotte because I was still coaching yeah but if if he would have got moved up you know earlier or whatever happened we would have moved the bus to wherever state that might have been how nice to be able to just drive to wherever he goes next and not have to pack up all your stuff, right? Yeah. That is, that is definitely a benefit. Uh, Tell us about your coaching. What do you coach? Um, so I was the cross-country head coach at Port Charlotte High School. Um, it was actually really awesome the way it worked out. One of the booster ladies for the Port Charlotte Stone Crabs, they have an awesome booster um, system at their 
at the field, but the um, one of the ladies who I was really close with, super kind, she worked at the high school, and I told her about like my running and how you know I always wanted to be a coach and so forth. And so there was a job opening, and she somehow found out and got me connected with the school, and I went in to interview, and they said, yeah, you can come coach for us. And it was just awesome, you know, the experience of being able to show my passion and love for running and helping these girls succeed. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing to be able to coach for them. Yeah, I see. That's really cool. Yeah, that you um, are running marathons, I see, from your Instagram, right? Yeah, so I run marathons. Jack's not a runner. Um, So (laughs) that's the pretty cool thing, too, is that we support each other and we understand each other on an athletic level, not just the fact that he's an athlete. Um, We both played sports in high school and college. So and now he does the baseball and I run my marathon. So we understand each other on the athletic part of things. So it's pretty awesome um, to be able to and I can run anywhere. I don't really need a facility or anything. I just kind of put some shoes on and go for my run. But it's been really great. Is that something that you do professionally other than coaching or, um, you know, how does, I don't know how (laughs) running, I guess, works. I mean, I, I run sometimes, but not marathons. (laughs) Lori and I try to do, you know, uh, 5k once in a while, but, um, yeah. So I was just wondering, I know I kind of, I think I saw somewhere that said you're a professional runner. So I just wasn't sure what that exactly means. So no, I'm not a professional runner. I just run for fun. Um, I run, so I, It's called the Rad Rabbits, um, which is a clothing company. So they pick once a year um, some people to represent their company and you apply for it. And so I ran for them in 2019 and then it kind of leads into 2020 for a couple months. But I ran for them. um, But I don't I normally now just after college just kind of run on my own. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm not fast enough to be a professional. I just do it for fun. But what 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 do you need to become professional? You know, I've never really looked into it. Um, I can only imagine. I've seen times, you know, I've followed a lot of collegiate athletes who have become pro runners and they're insanely good and phenomenal runners. And so, um, you know, it's just a whole nother level of running that, you know, I've never gotten to. And for marathon running to be a professional runner, it is. Their times are absolutely incredible. And so I'm still trying to get my marathon time down. And I don't know. You know, I just do it for fun. There's no – I think it's more about my own um, goals and, you know, wanting to hit my own PRs rather than trying to run for – you know, it you know, would be awesome to be able to run for someone. But at the end of the day, I would go for a 20 mile run by myself just for the heck of it. Cause I just love it so much. So oh my goodness, I feel like oh, wow. running yeah. marathons <laughs> at all should just, you know, qualify you. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's I hard know. for me to run across the street. Oh. So, you know, <laughs> Oh man. Um, so I know when you're, when you guys started traveling in your best, you got a lot of press. What was that like? And how did that kind of, um, how did that happen? How did you guys kind of catch everybody's eye? Um, so we, you know, did the bus. And so the Instagram too, it's actually really funny. Let me, I talked to Jack about this a while ago and I was like, you know, we wouldn't have had this many followers if it wasn't for me, you know, all this stuff, um, making a <laughs> joke about it. And, you know, we never did it for publicity. Like we are not doing this bus. We'd never even like imagine that in a million years, um, to even like, the Instagram was for family um, because all of our family lives 
in California or Colorado or Montana, like everyone's all over the place. And so everyone knew about the bus. And so when we started it, I was like, Jack, I'm going to make an Instagram account. So people that, you know, never see us or like our family that can't be around us all the time can at least get updates of what we're doing because pictures are so much easier. I don't have to text, you know, a million people. I can just put it on social media and everyone can see what we're doing. So, you know, going through it, we were, you know, building the bus and we got some more followers and people and a lot of schooly people followed us. And then this one person, you know, messaged Jack and asked to do a story. And so we were pretty open about it. You know, we never thought we were like, okay, yeah, it's just a story. Nothing's going to come out of it. Um, Cause we did one before I we, it was called, can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was Marlon something. I'm blanking on the name. He did a story on us, and it was a really great article, really well written. And then another person contacted us and was, you know, Jack and I were apart. It was during spring training, and um, I we were apart, and so he got a part of Jack's story, got part of my story, and then he re- decided to write the story on us. And so the story went got published, and all of a sudden, we were like, I was getting my nails done with my mom, which is so strange to even think about. But my phone was blowing up with like, people messaging me like, hey, we saw you on the New York Times or like, why? Like, what's going on? Like, why is your Instagram blowing up? And like, we were getting followers like, I mean, and we're not Instagram people. We don't do, you know, a lot of Instagram stuff. Like we post funny stuff. We are not, you know, really good with pictures and all that stuff. But all of a sudden, it was like, we have you know, a thousand followers. And we're like, this is crazy. Like we had maybe 200. And then it was just like kept growing. And our story was published in like Korea. And then I mean, it was just like growing insanely. And we were like, we don't even know. Like all these people are writing stories. And we're like, we don't even know what's going on. Like we just, you know, it's just our story. (laughs) And then it was kind of cool that it got, you know, kind of told throughout I guess, you know, in the United States, and it got told throughout um, our hometown, you know, Fresno decided to write a story about us. Um, so it was really cool getting to share. Our well, story and it's not like it's not like you're inconspicuous either driving down the road, right? No, no. <laughs> um, and it was really cool. Because, you know, when we were telling our story, we were like, we just want to, you know, inspire people to, you know, do a school bus or live this life. Because, you know, it's really difficult when, you know, you do get I guess, traded or you get moved up because you can't, I don't know what to do. No, but you're right. Like, you know, the the housing situation can get so complicated in the minors when you're going up and down and then holding on to one rental while you get another rental because you don't know if you're going to go back down quickly. And Well, and he get, the guy has to go right away. And so you're stuck, you know, the girl's stuck packing everything up. Really. Yeah. So, you know, the, when it did come out, it was really cool. And it was just really strange because people would, you know, continue to like email us or, you know, message us on Instagram saying like, Oh, we saw you on like NBC news. <laughs> We're like, what? Like, we don't even know. Oh, wow. We're like, what are you talking about? And then I remember flying back to Florida with my parents and someone was like, Hey, you're on that Instagram story where that girl talks. Like, I don't even know her name. And I was like, what? what do you mean I'm on Instagram or what do you mean I'm on Snapchat? Like, and then, so I looked it up and I'm like, Oh my God. And then my grandma's pictures on, you know, it was just crazy to think, wow, we got some publicity. And then when we went to the Rays, um, they wanted to do some stories on us too. 
and I was always excited. I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. And I mean, Jack's pretty excited too. I think it's really cool that people are, you know, amazed that Jack built the entire bus by himself. So that is really impressive. That is really impressive, oh, especially sure. coming yeah. from, you know, not somebody that has like a carpentry background oh, yeah. or electrician or plumbing background to just learn it all himself and create that inside is absolutely amazing. And um, I know there's been other families that have lived in RVs, but usually it's just spring training. I know Marin Sadler, they spent the whole season in an RV, right, Liz? Yeah, they did. And uh, there have been a few that have, you know, for a full season, but never, um, but never a school bus, for sure. <laughs> and never, a you know, a, a home that they've built themselves. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> but yeah, the trend's kind of like um, catching on. There's a lot of people actually that we, that Jack played baseball with that bought you know, campers and stuff already. So it's pretty cool to see that, you know, people, and I don't know if it's because of us and it's probably not, but um, it's just cool to see that everyone's, you know, kind of deciding to do this lifestyle. Well, but you guys getting some publicity definitely puts it out there as, you know, a, an idea for people. They're like, oh, wow, look what they did. You know, maybe yeah. we could do something like that. or um, And especially just being able to, do that so that you can be together you know a lot of people are like how do we afford it how can we do this um and obviously this is one way that is you know makes it doable for you guys yeah no it works out perfect um for us which is really nice so cool i i just can't get over that he he built it all inside it's one thing to just buy something that's already create you know set and ready to go but I don't know, like the fortitude it takes to be like, okay, I'm just going to build this entire <laughs> inside into a living yeah, a living space is just, wow. Kudos to Jack. That's crazy. <laughs> I'll make yeah. sure I tell him, but yeah, he, he did the thing. And I mean, honestly, YouTube, thank goodness for, you know, everything we had like technology because he just YouTubed everything every night and did it. Wow. It was, yeah, it was pretty incredible to see. I mean, again, if I had to do it, we'd be stuck in an open bus with probably more <laughs> and a bed because. <laughs> well, and you know, people always ask me about our community and they're like, oh, are there like set apartment buildings just for baseball players? And I'm like, no, there's really not. I'm like, you know, a lot of times players will all live in the same area or they'll, you know, there'll be a building that a lot of people live in. I said, um, but yeah. <laughs> maybe we need like RV parks now, like adjacent somewhat to where everybody can just pull up their RV. And then if they get sent up or down, they can just get on in and drive now. Oh, that's a good question. Do, have you driven the bus? No. So I, well, okay. I have in our RV park, um, I was going about five miles an hour, so <laughs> I'm trying, but, um, <laughs> You know, Do you need a separate license to drive the bus? No, you don't, because okay, it's good. under a certain amount of feet, which is really nice. Um, but no, we don't have to have a different license or anything. But for me, I just, you know, I don't have a fear of driving it. I just don't. It's just really big. You know, I've driven a truck. We have a truck. Um, but it's just a big, you know, thing that has, I don't, you know, I'd rather just keep <laughs> yeah, everyone safe on the road too. and myself and... <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be all right if I didn't have to turn or park. If I was just going straight, like right. on the highway, I could probably handle it. But once we had to <laughs> yeah. get off and make turns and stuff, then I might be like, all right, your turn. You're up. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. So I just kind of keep it, let Jack do it. And um, 
it works out for the best that he drives it rather than me. That's awesome. It's so creative. And I bet we get, I bet you're going to, we're going to see more people uh, going the RV route. And uh, yeah. I don't know, the bus, you know, seems like you got to have a little bit more creativity, but if you guys have already paved the way, so why not? Right. Oh, I was just going to say that we had some people um, and Jack was in Durham playing for the Bulls. Some guy was talking to him like, yeah, man, I really want a bus too. Like, how'd you do it? And so, you know, it's really cool to just hear that people are like really, you know, interested or like inspired to want to do a bus or at least, you know, want to try one out and see if it works out for them. So cool. I love it. Awesome. Well, let everybody know where they can follow you and keep up with your great bus adventure and everything that you're doing. Um, let us know. I know you guys have three separate Instagram accounts, so tell us what those are. Um, so our main Instagram account is the great bus adventure, which is called JM express. That is the one where we normally post about what we're doing or our bus life. And then we just have our normal Instagram account. Mine's Maddie Hyatt. And then Jack is Jack Lebowski. So you can follow those ones. Our story is um, on the bio part of our full story of why we did the bus and everything too. Cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for coming on and tell us about this amazing little uh, adventure you guys are on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Our Baseball Life podcast. Be sure to visit ourbaseballlife.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover our fantastic community. And if you've loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thanks for listening.